You're listening to episode 42 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Emily here. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today I'm actually coming to you from Naples, Florida, and I'm here for a uh, mastermind retreat with my business coach and some of the girls in my business group. And this is just a, a really incredible group of women who this is our second retreat this year. And I I continue to be amazed at how these women show up. And I'm going to be giving you some behind the scenes of, of what I've taken away from this mastermind. And I have to tell you, this should have been hard. And yesterday in particular was a really, really tough day for me. And, um, I'm going to be pretty brutally honest on, on this one because there are there's been some things going on uh, for me in the background that I haven't really been talking about publicly at all. And I want to give you a little bit of insight into that and into what I've been taking away from what I've learned here. Because what I, what I continue to learn is every time I show up to an in-person event and I say yes to it and I make the time for it and I put the, the money on the table and I, I actually bite the bullet and, and do it and step outside my comfort zone because I'm also a huge introvert. So it, it takes a lot out of me to come to these types of events. And I have to be really careful about how I preserve my energy as well. So all of these factors are going on. And this is why most people don't attend in-person events. And this is not, this whole podcast episode is not going to just be about business because there's a lot of really big takeaways here that I I think can be applied to your everyday life, business or no business. So this is especially relevant for entrepreneurs, but overall, there's a lot in this episode that is, I I think, hopefully really going to speak to you and at a core level so that you can open up a little bit and, and take these lessons into your everyday life and build better connections, build better relationships, figure out what you really want. That's what we're going to be going into today. And these, these events continue to just blow me away because everyone shows up to these things and they put themselves on the line and they're so open and vulnerable. And it is incredible to see because particularly with women, there can be this competitive factor, this, this sort of mean girl situation. Uh, you can reference my, one of my previous episodes. I'll make sure to list in the show notes about taming your inner mean girl and, and how my opinion of, of women has changed so much in the past few years after meeting some of these amazing women. And it's these types of events where the real connection is born from, because I don't care how, how big the online space gets and it has gotten big and it will continue to grow. I don't care how big it gets. There is nothing that can replace in-person connection, nothing, whether you're an introvert or you're an extrovert. For an introvert, a lot of times it can actually be even more important to push yourself to come to these events because it's so far out of your comfort zone. As long as you're doing what you need to to protect your energy on a lot of levels too, 
you're going to get so much from this. You are going to take away so much from these types of events. And whether it's a mastermind or it is, uh, you know, just a, a local networking event, maybe it's just a, a, a get together with friends that you've kind of maybe been avoiding because sitting on your couch with Netflix and a bag of popcorn sounds more appealing. And I get that, trust me, that, that sounds like my ideal night a lot of times. But I often find that when I do force myself to go out, whether it's down the street or whether I'm flying across, you know, two countries to, to get to wherever I need to be, I, I can't say I rarely ever, like I, I rarely ever regret it. It's almost always worth it. And I look back on it and think, you know, that really pushed me and I didn't really want to do it, but I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it and it, it, I got so much out of it and it was exactly what I needed, whether, again, whether it's like belly laughing or whether it's a good cry or, you know, just spending time, quality time with really important people in your life. And I've had all of that <laughs> today uh, and, and yesterday. So a three-day retreat, I fly back out tomorrow, um, actually today, given that this episode is airing tomorrow, I'm recording this the night before. I don't usually, that was the other thing, I don't usually record these episodes um, this this close to when they air. I typically record them farther out, but I suspected that I was going to have some breakthroughs at this retreat. So I purposely waited because I wanted to give you more of uh, what's going on behind the scenes as it was happening to, to really help you understand what goes on at these types of things because it, it makes a huge difference. These types of things make a huge difference. And when you build this kind of connection, nothing can replace this. Nothing can replace the support of another group of women standing behind you and supporting you and not looking to compete with you. They're, they're trying to help you. They're reaching out your, your, their hand and taking it, taking that hand that's being offered to you can be the best decision that you ever make. This, let me be brutally honest with you, this year has been one of the toughest years of my life. There has been uh, massive, massive growth, like massive growth uh, emotionally and otherwise, like it's, it's been a big year. Um, I have been experiencing downright debilitating anxiety at times, um, more so than I've ever experienced in my entire life to the point where I've had trouble finding motivation to get off the couch or out of bed some days, which is not really like me. Um, you'll probably notice that that's why I've started talking about anxiety a lot more because I've been experiencing it a lot more and much more severely sometimes. And when you, when you experience something, it just naturally gives you a better understanding of what other people go through. And that's why I've, I've started to talk about anxiety much more and, and I plan on doing even more so in the future. I, I mean, this, this year has had enormous emotional upheaval for me um, on various fronts from, you know, relationships of all kinds to changing from a corporate job to a full-time entrepreneur. That has been so much harder than I ever could have anticipated. And I actually have an upcoming episode in a couple of weeks on all of that. But I think the biggest thing that I have finally started to understand from all of this is that I've been holding a lot in, a huge amount in. I have built up all kinds of walls around myself to protect myself 
And there have been times where everything that I have been dealing with on various fronts has felt so overwhelming that putting up walls feels so much easier to me because if I don't put up those walls, then it means I have to start explaining everything that's going on to someone or, or to various people in my life. And that feels far more exhausting to me than just building the walls. And I'm sure you've probably been there at one point or another where there's just, it, sometimes life comes in waves and there can just be a lot of things that are happening all at once, all at one time. And it is draining you. It is taking every ounce of you to figure out how to handle it and to get through it, to, to push through it, to try to get to the other side. And, and you're growing and you're changing and you're trying to keep up with everything that's going on. And it never feels like enough because then life continues to hit you in the face with something else. And it can feel so overwhelming that the last thing you want to do at the end of the day is to start explaining to somebody else what you're dealing with and what you're going through and, and how you're trying to figure it out. And sometimes you also just don't want other people's opinions. And that's okay too. Sometimes you need to just be able to, you know, feel your way through the dark and figure it out on your own. But at the same time, there's a difference between figuring it out on your own and not allowing others to at least support you. They don't have to give you their opinion, but they can at least just support you. Be a shoulder to cry on or, you know, if that sounds too cliche, just somebody to to understand that you're going through a thing or several things and that maybe you just need to go out for a laugh once in a while. And you don't, that person then you, they, you understand, you have an understanding with them that you don't necessarily have to start explaining every detail, but they know that you're going through some shit, that you're slogging through shit and that you just need to have a little downtime. Something to step away from whatever situation you're in to, to pull you out of it a little bit, because there's so much power in that. This is the problem when, when, when we're having all kinds of issues that we're dealing with, it's really easy to get stuck in them. And then we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We can't step out of it far enough to take a bit, a bit of a bird's eye view and to fully understand that whatever you're going through, isn't going to be forever because we all have seasons. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. I've talked about it with uh, my friend Athena, who's actually at this mastermind with me right now. She was on the podcast a few episodes ago talking about uh, grief and empowerment. I will also reference that in the show notes too. And it was a fantastic episode. And it's it, we do all go through seasons. The problem is, is that a lot of times we don't necessarily like what season we're in. <laughs> and this is where we start to get into a lot of resistance, which is partly what I'm going to be talking to you about today. Because when we hit that point and we're in winter and you know, you're, you're having a lot of anxiety, you're dealing with a lot of emotional garbage that's coming up, a lot of different issues. Maybe there's a lot of change going on in your life and you can't really do a lot of the other things that you maybe had planned. So let's say, you know, like growing a business, something like that. Great. Perfect. You want to grow a business? Fantastic. Let's get going on that. But there's all this other garbage going on. There's all this other shit happening that's coming up. Can you really do both? You can try, but you're probably not going to be able to do it very well because it's really hard to focus on something like a business when you have 
a lot of anxiety. You have, you know, issues with relationships in your life. You have emotional things going on. You have massive change happening in your life, even just, you know, changing jobs. In my case, changing careers and going to a completely different schedule, something entirely different that can also feel a little bit lonely sometimes too. Even though it is what I wanted, it is still what I want and I love it, it has definitely been an adjustment because even as an introvert, it does feel a little bit lonely sometimes. That's the other reason for me why it was so important to come to something like this because I knew that I needed to be around other entrepreneurs who understand what I'm going through, who understand because we, we all go through it as entrepreneurs, but especially in the online space, it's very difficult to explain that to other people. It's, it's, it, it's one of those things that can almost feel exhausting to try and explain, you know, what, what some of the struggles are that you're going through. And, and then you end up getting into conversations about, you know, sales pages or some cool program you've got coming up or something like that. That's going to change people's lives. That's amazing. But it's often difficult to explain to somebody who maybe isn't in the online space. Because even, even you know, a, like a brick and mortar type of business to online, those can be two very different business models as well. So it's really tricky. But these seasons that we go through, we often fight them. And we have resistance around them. And we don't want to be in winter. We want to be in summer. We want to be thriving and growing and doing all of the things that we wanted to accomplish and achieve and it, all of these things <laughs> that we've got on a list of, of things to do. And that, that's usually where they're sitting is on this huge to-do list that you have a, either mentally or physically written down and you're just going like, check, 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 check. These are all the things I want to get done. But you, your body and your emotional state are all in winter. So how long are you going to fight this? How long are you going to continue to try and push yourself to do something that isn't working for you? And this is where I've been at because I've been fighting it big time. I have been in winter for a few months now and I have been trying so hard to get into summer. So, so hard. And then I'm really hard on myself when it's not working. I'm going, well, fuck, like <laughs> I, I'm here, I'm trying, I'm showing up. Why isn't it working? <laughs> and this is what uh, my, my coach, my business coach is Mary Alice Goldsmith also on the podcast, there will be a long list of episodes to reference for this episode. And she was saying that that's one of the biggest takeaways that she has gotten from this particular retreat is how much resistance there can be. And, and we're pushing and we're struggling and, and we're, we're basically just spinning in circles. We're trying to get somewhere, but rather than just taking the, the more simple route and breaking things down and really understanding what we need to do to get there, we're trying to go about it in all the wrong ways and we're fighting it tooth and nail, essentially. We're, we're fighting ourselves internally. We're getting in our own way to the point where we're getting nothing done and then we're beating ourselves up for getting nothing done. And then those are the days where so, someone like me, what I've experienced lately, is then if I was already having trouble getting off the couch that day because I felt so emotionally weighed down, then that's just going to throw me back on the couch again because I may have just gotten up to do something. And if it didn't go as planned, then I'm like, it, it just feels like too much because you're already in that season of winter. And maybe you're in summer. That's fantastic. Go run with it. 
but we all have seasons and we will always end up hitting different seasons at all different times. You know, your season is going to be completely different than somebody else's. And when you're in summer, your, your best friend might be in winter and that's cool. Support her, do whatever you can to, to support her in the best way that she needs it. And while you're in summer, go do your thing, you know, do everything that, that you want to do. Like if it feels really good to you, run with it, like do what you need to do to feel fantastic. Like that's when you need to chase those dreams. Like all those big, those big goals, those big dreams that you have for yourself, go for it, run for them, make it happen, take action, continue to push past all of that so that you can get to that. Take those little baby steps because those little baby steps will add it up into huge ones, those massive leaps and bounds that you're going to end up looking back and going, holy shit, I did that? What? <laughs> How did I do this? <laughs> How did I actually accomplish this? That's like when I look back at when I was working full-time, teaching bootcamp classes, and also attending nutrition school part-time. I don't actually understand how I physically accomplished that. I just remember being really tired, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> but it's, it's things like that, and we all have those seasons in life where we look back, we're like, was I crazy? How on earth did I think that was a good idea? And it doesn't mean that it's a good idea. If you're in summer, and that's the season that you're in and, and you are pushing, that's great, but you still need to take care of yourself because otherwise you're just asking for burnout. And that's going to kick you into winter for a lot longer than you would have been otherwise. So you still need to take care of yourself. There still needs to be all kinds of self-care and, and wellness and, and all of that integrated into your season, no matter what season you're in. But all of those things are even more important in winter even more important than in winter. You really have to take care of yourself. The first thing that I want to remind you of is that if you're going through a lot of emotional upheaval or something like that, first, breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> in the episode that I did uh, a few episodes ago about anxiety, I was talking about how my uh, counselor asked me where my anxiety manifested physically. And I had to think about it for a long time. And finally, I realized that it was my stomach. And now that I've become aware of it, I catch myself all the time, especially because I've been so anxious lately. I can just be walking down the street and I realize that my, my stomach is just clenched, like it's in a ball. And then I, I physically relax it. I, I take a few deep breaths to help relax it. And then I'll keep walking down the street and then I'll check in a few minutes later and it's just naturally clenched up again. I'm like, damn, I got to get this under control. Like that's, that's your body talking to you. Your body is trying to tell you something there and it can manifest in all different kinds of ways, but do a quick mental scan, like do a little bit of a scan of your body to see where it's coming in here. And let me tell you when, when these, when these issues are coming up, one of, I, I know I've already talked about resistance, but for example, yesterday at the mastermind, I knew that I had been holding a lot in for months. I'd been holding a huge amount in for months and months and months. I had talked to very few people about any of it and I was struggling. And I, I knew yesterday when I walked into the mastermind that I would be bawling within the first hour. And sure enough, I was. <laughs> 
falling. <laughs> and because I knew it was coming, I was getting more and more and more anxious and I was trying to remind myself to breathe. And at one point I quite literally considered running back to my hotel room and hiding. I'm like, mm, do I really have to do this? I don't need to do this. I, I really don't have to. I can just go back to my room and hide. But instead I sat with it and I thought, no, I, I'm here for a reason. And I know <laughs> that on the other side of all of this dis discomfort, I will feel better. I am going to end up feeling better for it. So I stayed, <laughs> I bawled, <laughs> I was very vulnerable. I opened up about things uh, to a group of people that some of them I've never met. Some of them I've only met in person once, maybe twice. Um, but, but this is what I mean about holding space for each other. And when you can find either a group of people or even just one person who can hold space for you, you can take that deep breath a little bit more easily because you don't have to carry it all on your own shoulders. You can let some of that go and allow yourself to accept support from other people because that is not only, I've talked about this before too, not only is that going to help you build connection, but you are going to feel like you have physically lifted a weight off of your shoulders. And a lot of times, no matter how bad a situation might seem to you, it, when, you, when you actually let it out, it doesn't seem so bad. And you can go, wow, like I can actually get through this, you know, maybe it doesn't seem so dark after all. But when we hold it in, we just, we, we hang on to it so tightly and it's eating us alive, that is really hard. That makes it so much harder than it actually needs to be. Opening up for support is, is the best thing that you can do. And if you, if you haven't found that person, start reaching out to events, going to these types of events. You know, I'm sure that there's someone in your life who would love to support you more, but maybe you're holding your cards so close to your chest that, that they can't tell that anything's wrong and you aren't letting them in. You aren't allowing them to support you in that way. So you need to make sure to breathe because you've gone through hard periods and you will get through this too. No matter what, what outcome, no matter what the issue is, you will get through this too. One thing the online business has actually taught me even more is that those, all of those hard times will help you grow. And what's actually a really incredible side benefit of that is that hopefully they will actually, all those hard times will actually allow you to share some of those lessons with others too, so that we can all grow, right? That's amazing. That is, that is still just the coolest thing to me. It, it's incredible. And it's so much easier to share those lessons. I mean, obviously these types of things have been around long before online business, but now it's just so much easier and, and more accessible to share those types of lessons with others. And you have no idea what you're putting out there might be exactly what somebody needs to hear on that particular day at that particular moment. That is one of the most magical things in the entire world. And it's so cool how the universe works that way. It's just, it's amazing. And I have to tell you, if you're experiencing resistance around something, there is a reason. There's absolutely a reason. You just haven't figured it out yet. And opening up to someone else might allow you to be open enough to hear what they have to say. And they might point something out to you that you never figured out before for yourself either. 
my, my coach actually pointed out that so many of us <laughs> say we want something so badly and then we continue to struggle and resist and push back against it. And sometimes we have to dig deep to find the reason why, but, it, and, but take the time to do it because that is what's going to actually lead you somewhere even better. Something else I want to mention here is to celebrate where you're at. And this really ties into what I was talking about before with seasons. And this can feel really hard sometimes too. Like I'm getting a little bit emotional over here. <laughs> this can feel really tough, really, really tough. Sometimes you need to, to take a minute to look behind you and to see how far you've come. And honestly, ask yourself what, what five years ago version of you would say to see where you are now. Like truly think about that for a minute. Think about all the things that you've, that you've done in the last five years. There was an exercise I did um, just a little while ago for an, a business course about listing your biggest accomplishments in the past five years. And you know, I could only think of like two. And then I'm looking at this list and I'm going, that's ridiculous. How have I only come up with two accomplishments? I have quit my corporate job. I have, you know, created a, a business. I have been building it up. I started a, I started a podcast. I started two podcasts actually. Um, I've met all these incredible women. There's all kinds of like personal uh, relationship things. There's, there's so many things. And I'm looking at this list and I'm going, what are you crazy talking to myself? Like you can only come up with two accomplishments in the last five years what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense, right? And this is the problem is that we end up thinking that we, we need to be so much farther ahead than where we already are that we forget to look back. We forget to look back to see how far we've already come. So you have to take a minute to do that because there's, there's a huge gratitude element to this as well. And gratitude, you've heard me say it before, I will say it again. And sometimes I need to remind myself again that gratitude is a game changer. Gratitude changes everything. When you start to view the world with a sense of gratitude, it shifts your entire perspective. So I think that's really, really important to start being more aware of. That can be incredibly important. Something else is why. And I, so I was in a hot seat yesterday that was part of what we were doing at the retreat and hot seat is basically where um, your, your coach and the others in the room kind of pick apart your business in, but in a good way, in a really productive, supportive, loving way so that you can see where you're currently at, uh, figure out where you want to go, how are you going to get there and really break things down. And that can be in terms of numbers. Um, but there, there's a lot more to it than that. It, it really goes into figuring, figuring out what you really want, what you truly want. So my coach had to remind me to kind of stop what I was doing <laughs> and to slow down and figure out what the reasoning was on my goals. Because I just started like spewing all these like business goals and she's like, okay, just hang on. <laughs> slow down a minute. <laughs> and she wanted to know, you know, like, what are your personal goals? She's asked me before what, what personal and business goals are. It, why are they so important to you? And that you have to get hyper clear on them. And her advice to me was to basically journal the shit out of it and 
I've already been starting to do that again because I've been really inconsistent with journaling and there have been times where I've been really, really good about it. And I do find that it helps a lot. It's very cathartic. And sometimes you look back at, at your journal and, and you'll look at what you've written and you're like, did I really just write that? Like you'll either, there's various things that can happen with journaling. You'll either look at what you just wrote and go, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Why have I even been stressing over that? Like it doesn't even make sense. Or you might look at something and have a complete breakthrough and go, oh my God, how did I not pick up on that before? That's amazing. Like I could, I could run with that. That's, that's incredible. Like look at what you just wrote and question yourself on it too. Like, is that true? Whatever you just wrote, is that true? Do you, do you believe that? Are you leaving anything out? Are you lying to yourself? Don't ever lie in your journal. Let me tell you, because <laughs> if you're lying in your journal, you're lying to yourself and you're probably lying to everyone around you too. So if you feel like you have to lie in your journal, there's some bigger issues going on there that you really need to dig into. Show yourself some, com some compassion too. And, and this one is hard for me because I, I'm very hard on myself. That's been, oh gosh, that's been a trait of mine since I was a child. I, I remember my mom going to parent-teacher conferences and they would tell her how hard I was on myself when I was like a little kid, <laughs> or like the smallest little thing. It's, it, it's tough to do, but when you show yourself some grace, it goes a long way. Because when you're just beating yourself up all the time, you're just causing your, yourself and your body even more stress. And then it just, it just snowballs. It just continues on and on and on and on. And then, you know, you're, you'll get even more anxious. Like whatever it is you're going through, you're going to double it if you're stressing yourself and if you're not showing yourself that level of compassion. You have to kind of honor where you're at, honor the season that you're in, recognizing that you are in a season. Whether that season is the one you want to be in or not, you are in a season. So figuring out what season you're in is going to be really, really important. And if you're resisting showing yourself some compassion, go back to the why question. Like, why are you feeling that way? Why do you want whatever it is that you want? Why, 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 why? Keep asking that question. Keep digging deeper. That's how you're going to dig deeper. It's actually an exercise that I use with clients as well to figure out their motivations on their, their wellness goals. And because it can't just be surface level, it can't just be superficial. If you're a business owner, it can't just be about a number either. Like if you want to hit a certain number for the year, that's great, but there's a lot more involved with that. And there can be all kinds of ways to hit that number, but are you going to be miserable when you get there because of the way you went about it? This is the problem. If you're experiencing all kinds of resistance in all other ways, then you're either not going to get there at all to that, that number, or you will get there, maybe, but you'll be absolutely miserable because you're fighting it and resisting it every step of the way. You'll be exhausted. You can't enjoy it at that point. And then what's the point? Why, why did you quit your job to become an entrepreneur? Like, that's not what anybody wants. That, that's not why anyone, nobody quits their job, their corporate job, because they say, well, you know, this corporate job is, is fine, but I, I really, really just want to work 18 hours a day instead and to be miserable. Said no one ever. <laughs> no one has ever said that. <laughs> no one has ever felt that way. No one has ever wanted that ever <laughs> that I'm aware of. Maybe Gary Vee, but nobody else. <laughs> so we need to get really, really clear on that. 
and showing yourself that compassion. This is a big one. Envision where you want to go. This is a really important one. This question was posed to me yesterday and I realized I had kind of lost some of my vision and some of my why. And that that's why, again, why, I have partly been so anxious and, and stressed and kind of wandering aimlessly, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, because I have lost some of that vision and, and some of the reason and purpose as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. And ever since that question was posed to me, it's interesting, it, I've, all, I've started downloading and, and ending up figuring out, like it's all coming back to me, what some of my visions are and, and what it is that I really want and why it is that I'm doing it. And a big part of it is just the, all, the emotional, all the emotions coming to the surface yesterday. But another big part of it, honestly, is I think that I'm in a new location. I'm out of my comfort zone. I am, I, I've stepped away from my business for a couple of days. I'm not really doing anything business related other than just being here at the retreat with the other women and recording this podcast. <laughs> and other than that, I have taken a step away. And every single time I do that, I see my creativity and my happiness and my purpose, like my sense of purpose skyrocket afterwards. That was another big reason why I knew I had to come to this retreat. Because every time I step away, then when I come back and I step back into things, whether it's my business or just you know my usual life in general, everything feels a thousand times better. Everything flows better. Everything feels renewed. It's powerful. It's incredibly, incredibly powerful. Whatever you are envisioning for yourself, it has to be, it has to balance out with what we need versus what we want. You, you can't be wanting, let's, let's go back to that, that number. You want to hit a, a certain um, revenue number for your business for the year. That's great. Again, you can, you can want the shit out of that, but it might not be what you need right now. Again, this, this goes back to, I'm going to keep circling back to this. It's going to go back to what season you're in. And how do you figure out what season you're in? You, if you're feeling super anxious, if you're feeling a lot of resistance, if you aren't feeling very motivated, if you're procrastinating a lot, you're, you're struggling, um, you're having trouble getting ideas, if you're having trouble envisioning what you want in the first place, and you, you're stressed over the how, like which, which is another whole conversation, but all of those things are likely signs that you're probably in winter. Whereas when you're in kind of more summer and spring and, and fall are in there too, in, in the mix as well, but they're kind of more transitionary periods, just like in nature. But if you're in summer, things are going to be flowing. You're going to be on your game and you're going to feel that. You are going to feel that to your core, like to your absolute core. So you will know when you're in summer. But if you're in winter, you might be thinking that you're in summer and then just wondering why it feels so fucking hard. And that's when you need to kind of wake up and realize that you're in winter and accept it, first of all, and then start, start journaling, take a breath, like all these things we've talked about, 
start getting back to your why, your bigger purpose. What is it that you want in life? And sometimes the best way for you to go is to, is to look at things in a little bit of a different way and accept that things might end up looking differently than you originally anticipated. That's really important to remember because a lot of times we get very attached to outcomes. I'm totally that person who has gotten attached to outcomes before and it's tough to get out of them. We, we have to kind of force ourselves because we can get so attached to them that it feels like we're admitting failure if we decide to let it go. But what that does is when, when we can accept that and, and let that go, it opens up a whole other door to entirely new possibilities that you may have never even considered before and could bring you so much joy you haven't even imagined that kind of joy before. Like how cool is that, right? This is something else that I really wanted to talk about. This is actually a pretty funny story. I want you to remember that you need to ask for what you want in life because there's a lot of things going around out there in the online space in particular, I find, about manifestation and the law of attraction. And I totally believe in that stuff. Like, I, I love it. I think it's super cool. It might be a little bit woo-woo for people, but I totally believe in it. I think it's incredible. Just putting yourself out there, putting it out into the universe. But you still have to make space for those things and you still have to take the actions that are going to get you there. So this is a funny story. When, when I checked into this hotel, it's a beautiful hotel right on the beach in Naples. And when I checked into the hotel, they gave me my key, sent me to my room, right? It was in a separate building. So it's kind of like a compound here. So there's all separate, there's the main building and then there's all separate buildings, all with rooms. So I went to my room. It was beautiful. It's lovely, perfectly clean, gorgeous. Um, but it didn't have a balcony. And when I had looked at all the photos online, all the photos that I saw had balconies. I'm like, listen, like <laughs> it's getting cold at home. And I just, I'm, I'm very much an outdoor person. I need to be as close to, or as, or in out the outdoors as much as possible to feel grounded, especially when I'm traveling, like, especially when I'm traveling. It's actually a really interesting episode, uh, that will have more information about that, uh, in a couple of weeks. So keep, stay tuned for that. So I, I'm kind of pacing around and I'm like, do I ask for another room? So it was on the ground floor and there was, there was no outdoor space. I don't really like being on the ground floor anyway, but I was willing to live with that, but there was no balcony. So I was like, Ooh, I'm like, no, you know what? I need to get better at asking for what I want. So I called the front desk and the guy was a total sweetheart. The guy at the front desk was so nice. I was like, listen, would it be okay if I switch back, if I switch to a room with a balcony? Like if you have anything available, he's like, absolutely no problem. I'm like, whew, feels so much better. That was easy. That, that, I got this. So I go back to the front desk. He gets me another room, about two seconds. I'm like thanking him profusely. <laughs> so I, I go to, to my room and again, it's beautiful. It's great. There's a balcony, but I didn't even realize that this was what I was expecting until this room didn't have it. Again, all of the photos that I'd seen had had sliding doors, like sliding patio doors out to the balconies attached to the rooms. So I had that vision of that in my head. Well, this particular room just had like a regular door that just opened or closed. Why this was a problem for me was because I, I always sleep with the window open. And so none of these windows or anything open. So I had, I think, envisioned in my head just sleeping with the sliding glass door open 
unless I, you know, was on the, the ground floor or something, sleeping with the sliding glass door open so I could hear the ocean and just let the fresh air in. So I'm like, oh my God, can I, can I actually switch rooms like three times? Like I have, I've literally never switched rooms in a hotel in my entire life. I've never, I'm that person who's also like never sent a meal back, like nothing. I've never done anything like that before because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> and it sounds so silly because th this is the problem. When you, when you ask for what you want and you do it in a pleasant way, like don't be an asshole about it. But if you ask for things in, in a pleasant way and you're, you're being positive about it, like all those things, most people generally don't care. And they, they're happy to actually accommodate that. So I'm like, okay, well, I've already done this twice. Might as well go for a third time. But I was literally pacing around the room. I was stressed about this. So I go downstairs again to the, the concierge. And he sees me coming. And he's kind of looking at me like, oh my God, what does she want now? I'm like, there is absolutely nothing wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with the room. It's beautiful. I'm like, listen, I'm Canadian. <laughs> I don't even know why I started with that. I'm like, I'm Canadian. And it's getting a little cold at home. And I was just so looking forward to coming here and being able to sleep with the sliding door open. But the room that you gave me, I, it's beautiful. I love it. But it didn't have a sliding door. And I was just wondering if you had anything with a sliding door. If you don't, it's totally fine. Like, I'll go back to the, to the other room. It's no problem. I was just wondering if, if you had that available. And he starts laughing. He's like, of course. He's like, hang on. He went and looked. And he's like, I have the perfect room for you. It's got a sliding door, everything you want, no problem. So I'm like, thank you so much. I was just thanking him for profusely. It's also beet red by this point. Thanking him profusely. So I go up to the room. It is lovely. It's the most beautiful room. And this one is also like literally on the ocean. So I can see the ocean. I can hear the ocean. It has a sliding door. It's, it's incredible. I, I have never been like so pleased with myself. Like, well, wasn't that an incredible lesson about asking for what you want? Because it didn't, it didn't cost the hotel anything. It didn't harm anyone. You know, I wasn't asking for anything even particularly extraordinary. It's, it's something that they offer and they have lots of rooms that have this. I just had to ask for it. And I think this is something that we sometimes forget. We forget to ask for what we want, but then we wonder why it doesn't come to us. That's why it's not coming to us because we aren't asking for it. You have to ask. You have to take the steps to make it happen. If you don't take those steps, if you don't make space for those things, nobody is going to hand it to you. You have to ask for it. And there are ways to do that again in a pleasant way. Like I was never rude to them. I, I would never, you know, be, be rude to them. Like they had done nothing wrong. It was a beautiful hotel. All the rooms were great. It was just that I had a particular vision in my head of what I wanted. And I just had to ask a couple times before I got it, but I did get it. And it was such an important lesson for me. I, this, honestly, I think that this has really changed things for me. This is such an important lesson. It sounds so ridiculous and, and frivolous probably, but because I, I'm not, I'm not like a, a, a princess, like high maintenance is definitely not who I am, like no judgment on, on anyone else. It's just, this was very unusual for me to go to such lengths to get something quite that particular. Um, so it, it, it was a big deal for me <laughs> to actually go about asking for something like that. I, I just, I hope that you can take some of these 
lessons away and, and pull them into your own life because accepting where you're at and asking why you want something and envisioning what you actually want. All of these things and, and all of the various ways that you can do this and asking for support, like opening up to others, being vulnerable, showing your heart in your sleeve a little bit and not being terrified of what others will think of you. It is really, really scary. But it's something that makes a huge difference. And it's funny, one of the one of the amazing women in the mastermind here yesterday, after we had all gone around the room, almost all of us had cried. <laughs> in fact, I think all of us cried um, when we, you know, said our, our particular thing and some of the, the shit that each one of us was, was going through. And one of the women said, you know, I'm just so relieved. She's like, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me who was going through shit or who felt like this or who had this issue. And we're all kind of like laughing through our tears <laughs> because every single person at that table had something that something really hard that they were dealing with and have been dealing with. And everyone around you who might look like they have it all together on social media probably has shit going on too. So just remember that. I just, I really want you to remember that and, and to recognize that you are not alone and that you don't, you don't have to get through this alone either. So I hope that this helps. I would absolutely love to hear from you on this. You know, it's a little bit of an unusual episode. I'm not, you know, teaching anything um, super specific on this one or anything like that, but I would really, really love to hear your thoughts on this. So if you could jump over to the, the private Facebook group or just send me a DM on Instagram, like you can share the episode. I would love that. But I know that this one is, is maybe like a little bit personal for you. So feel free to reach out to me directly. I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'm over at Emily Goff coach on Instagram or jump into the, the private Facebook group. Uh, just search room to grow podcast or all of this information will obviously be in the show notes as well. And the, the podcast group is a totally safe space. It's your judgment. There's some incredible women in there. I would love, love, love to hear from you on this. So I'd love to hear what you're maybe dealing with, uh, your, your most important takeaway from this episode. Um, if it's helped you in any way, please, please let me know. It totally gives me life when, when I hear from you about this. And it's hilarious because I am actually walking, I'm pacing my hotel room, recording this right now in the hotel, hotel bathroom because it is the comfiest and most comforting thing I might've ever put on. <laughs> so I hope that you can also go put on your, your comfy bathrobe or whatever brings you joy right now and just absorb some of this. And uh, I, I just, I really hope that you have a beautiful day that you can use some of this to your advantage. And I've got a really, really great interview coming up for you on Thursday as well. So take care guys. Thanks so much for listening to the room to grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at room to grow podcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you. And thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.